Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. podcast and i'm brenda and this is my partner in crime jessica and so we're so glad you came to listen to us today or watch us depending on how you like to take it (laughs) yeah and if you're listening and you didn't know we have a youtube channel you could come see our beautiful faces that's right um i don't well yes (laughs) what do we say at the end brenda you're beautiful beautiful. inside and out that's right yes So anyway, I will say this. Now that I work from home, I have a, established a scale of what requires makeup and what doesn't. Yep. And I went to the dentist a couple weeks ago without makeup on. And I shared with him, I said, I'm sorry, you didn't make it high enough on the scale to warrant makeup. And he was like, okay, I'll accept that. <laughs> so anyway. Well, you know, God I put makeup created on. us without makeup and, you know, we're beautiful with or without. So. I got makeup on today. So, okay. Uh, so we're so <laughs> glad you came to listen to us today. And today we are going to chat. We're going to have a little conversation about, um, so it's the end of summer. What were the three things that God kind of revealed to you this summer? Mm-hmm. And, um, and they could be anything. So, um, we thought we'd share them with you because it's been a long, hot summer. It's been oh. a moist summer though i don't know what region of the country you're in yeah but for us we have gotten a lot of rain a lot of rain surprisingly i mean usually by this time my yard is toast yes little crunchy things <laughs> yes that's all that's left and and i'm okay with that because i don't care <laughs> yeah and I'm, yeah i'm not sure but like we've had um like a heat dome so like the heat has just been like like suffocating us right now yeah but i got green grass in my backyard yeah i mean i that's still have like green amazing. grass that's good yeah because we've mean, had so much rain but yeah it's just been it's been weird. a hot, weird, hot summer. <laughs> yeah, it's been a weird summer. So, um, and it's been a very active summer for me. But yeah, um, same. So I thought, uh, one. I have three things. Do you have three things? I do. Yeah. You want to go first? Sure. <laughs> um, toss the ball to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the first thing is, so I went. I had the privilege to go um, to youth camp, and oh. you know, it's always a lot of fun, and. Um, even though it was geared towards youth, I felt like God was still speaking to the leaders. And, um, one of the things that God's just been sharing with me is just the importance of being in his presence and like spending quality time in his presence. Because honestly, like I do have a routine where I, you know, I get up, I drink water and then I drink coffee because I need the coffee, but I know drinking water first is better on my gut. In my health. And then I spend my quiet time with God. But but I was getting to the point where I was like rushing through that quality time with God so I could get on to the rest of my routine and work since I work from home. And so I just felt really convicted that I needed to just slow down in the morning because, you know, like my the office, like so I work from home and the office doesn't open like there, there's a two hour difference. Yes, yes. So I have plenty of time in the morning just to like be calm and just spend the, you know, spend the time in the present. So I really just tried to hone in and just be, you know, take my time. And I really feel like it's been paying off because 
um, my husband and I both have been going through crazy amounts of warfare, which just, I know that God has something big for us coming up soon. So, but I, it's just like, you know, just being in the presence of God is there's like nothing like it. And I should just be, I should covet that time. So that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I, this is gonna. My <laughs> first one is, um, it's kind of has to do with when I went to um, in July twenty third. I went to Lebanon, Kansas, for the Pray America event. Yeah. And um, one of the huge things that I took away from that that has really affected my um, my personal life is the um, slogan, and it was a slogan kind of the thing, but it's it's a this is like a profound word of God. And I think it's a paradigm shift. And I know you hear that term a lot, but I think if people don't get it, they're really going to miss it out. And the reason is that God is doing a change. Mm -hmm. And the change is that this is a time of nobodies, not somebodies. That no longer are we going to be following after a big man in charge of a big church or a big time evangelist. In fact, those those are dinosaurs now and i hate to say that but they yeah, are yeah. this this is the time where it's just us regular people mm-hmm. in the pews that have been following god faithfully that have been really serving him and and believing him for a change in our country in our city our um our nation whatever uh for a call back to to god and so it's going to happen because of nobody's just us regular people, mm-hmm. not our people that have, you know, Joe blows ministry, have the word ministry right. behind our name. Yes. It's just going to be us that make the change. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it's just so profound for me. And that's, so everything I look at is like, Brenda, it's happening now. And if you know, you want to be on the front line, you are the front line. Yes. And, um, and God also just keeps reminding me about, you know, does anybody remember the guy that led the tent revival that Billy Graham got saved in? No. No. Crickets. Nobody remembers that guy's name. No. At all. Do we? But he went to a church revival in a tent and got saved. Everybody remembers Billy Graham's name, but nobody remembers the guy that that (laughs) was in charge of the ministry, you know, where he got saved. And that this is our time. Mm Mm-hmm. That God is is moving away. No more is it about big time name people. It's about us, and He's using us regular people to change the world. And um, and the way you do that is you are open to God. You're spending time with God, so you hear Him giving you directions to do things. And so it's a season of nobodies, and I'm a nobody. Same. And I am re- game on. I am ready. Bring it on. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> love that. Love that. Because, um, you know, who was Moses to lead Israel out? Yeah, I, I mean, know. I know he had this Gideon. You know, it's like, so I mean, you know, let's just go through the Bible. Samson. I mean, we all had, yes. we were just nobodies, but I we mean, are anointed. Yeah. Think about the 12 disciples. They were nobodies. Fishermen, tax collector. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. We can get on that whole subject yeah. again, but hey. Um, okay. So number two for me, um, I think this is it. Not necessarily something I've learned, but just something I've become aware of that I feel like um, God just kind of opened my eyes to. And that is just the oversaturation of 
um, just drug abuse, um, weed dispensaries, the just addiction, even, you know, drug and alcohol addiction. And it's just honestly, it hurts my heart because like kids as well, you know, I'm, I work with the youth and youth especially are just so overwhelmed with drugs and alcohol and, um, the only way to treat my anxiety and depression is to smoke pot and get high. The only way I can sleep because of my anxiety is to smoke pot and get high. And honestly, it just breaks my heart because no matter, I feel like no matter how hard I try to explain like the, the outcome of that, um, you know, they just keep going. Like they, they're like, nah, I'm good. I'm just, I'm, I like my addiction too much, you know? And so it's just, I've just been, I don't know, I feel like God's just open, opened my eyes to that, and um, yeah, I don't really know <laughs> where I'm going with this, you know, but um, yeah, I'm just, it just really frustrates me that the enemy has that foothold on our youth, and I mean, it's not just youth, because everybody struggles with addiction at some point. I mean, not everybody, but you know, there's a large percentage of people that struggle with addiction, and um yeah, God's just kind of opened my eyes to that. And um, also, there's there's a recovery house, a few in Oklahoma now. And I've just really come to be fond of those ladies. There's a there's different houses. Some have men, some have women. And I've been working with the women's house, a woman's ha- women's house in Oklahoma. And like they have like such an anointing on their life. Is that the like, one outside of Purcell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, just such a anointing on their life, and um, I don't know. I just like <laughs> I love those ladies so much, and I've become really fond of um, a few of them. And it, just to see them grow in their walk, like to be able to turn from addiction and focus on the Lord and their recovery, it just is heartwarming. But. Well, I don't know what it's like in your city, but in our city, in Oklahoma City, that's where we are at. Um, we, um, again, because we were asleep at the wheel, yeah. the, um, it became legal to sell marijuana in the state. And so there is a marijuana dispensary, when I say on every corner, I am not exaggerating. So, yeah, we went down one of our streets. Um, Very sophisticated looking. Maybe like, how many miles would you say? Uh, like 10 or so miles, it averaged out to one dispensary per square mile. And they, they're very creative with their names. Who knew that the, you could come up with that many names to sell pot and logos and slogans, but they're very creative, very sophisticated looking, very, you know, they're not ratty, nasty, Mm-mm. you know, little holes. These are shops that have taken over, you know, places that were empty and um, retail slots and they're... And I don't know how they're making money because there's no. so many of them. I well, mean, you would think they would saturate the market that they wouldn't be able to sell that much. But they are they're on every street corner. So there is this place, a dispensary, and it has like a normal name, like something that you might want to go, you know, eat. And, um, you know, I know several people who have looked it up like on Google to see like reviews or something. And they're like oh, this is a dispensary, but you don't know it's a dispensary until you, you know, look on Google Maps and it says the name and then dispensary. So, like, they're just sly. 
Well, and here's something else I learned this week too about, and literally learned this week hmm. about, is that um, I had repeatedly seen this um, this thing that says four slash twenty. Oh yeah. And I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. Four slash 20. And so finally, I did what everybody does. I Googled it. <laughs> what does four slash 20 oh, mean? No. Let me tell you what it means. <laughs> it means that it's you are a supporter of pot. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, do I have to be? I, uh, okay. I've just educated myself. Now I understand what that means. And I was like, yeah. wow. It's okay. A, it's a big like in uh, April 20th. That's like pot day. Was that the Everybody day that it got legal or, so, or is that no, just the day they picked out the of day. the calendar? That's when you get high. Okay. You All guys, right. we are so saturated with this. And, wow. like, and like the enemy is so sly. It's like, you know what? You can use this to, to help you, you know, feel better with your glaucoma or with your cancer. It'll help take your pain away. It does not. T- it takes your pain away for a microsecond. And then you are left with years and years of so much more like I well here's the thing that when you if you just, are investigating the whole um marijuana um culture and marijuana the drug itself mm-hmm. no one disputes this one fact that marijuana is a gateway drug no one mm-hmm. will dispute that that yeah it's a fact yeah now does that mean that granny who's taking marijuana for glaucoma is going to become a meth addict I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the fact is, is that no one disputes the fact that marijuana is a gateway drug. And what that means is that if I do marijuana and I, and it, and it makes me happy and relaxed and mellow, um, then someone else comes along and says, really, you ought to try, (laughs) that works. You should try cocaine or meth, really meth. But anyway, then you're, you're going to, you're going to be more willing and open to, to stepping up to a more sophisticated and dangerous drug than you would have if you never got involved with marijuana. And I mean, because there's comes a point where you can only smoke so much and you get to the point where it stops working. But um, you guys, sorry to get off on this. But tangent. no, it really has become a culture now. It is, yes. But when I was in college, I was not with the Lord. Like I was not following Jesus. So I was around that. And just to see the impact that it changes your personality, it, cha- it you your brain dies every time you smoke um, any kind of drug. It, just parts of it. If you see brain scans of like healthy brain versus somebody who's like smoked weed for a year, it's it's just incredible. And just the the impact it has on your personality. Anyway, it's just it is a gateway drug. It's a terrible thing, and I'm really sick and tired of it yeah, right now. It's, it's really become so prevalent in our city that it's sad. Yeah, we've um, got to do. Something. So yet another thing to spiritually fight against. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Okay, sorry to get off on that tangent, no, that's y'all. Right. No, so, but God, open your eyes. There's still Christians that are just like driving by him, totally mm-hmm. clueless, you know, yeah. just in their own little bubble, haven't really been to pay attention to what's been happening. Yeah. True. Uh, so, <clears throat> the second thing that God has shown me is that, um, because, um, again, I know, okay, well, there's a little background. So, last year, God gave me a word that sa- he said he wanted me to start spending more time in the word of God. And by that mean reading it, um, allowing just personal time in the Bible. Okay. 
Um, I still, I, I've always had my private time in the mornings, like you, Jessica, where I get up and I spend, first I drink my water, yeah. then I drink my <laughs> then coffee, and then I'm ready to go, yep. and then I spend that time in the, with the Lord, and then I walk into the other bedroom, and I go to work, and so, um, but that, but I've always done that, spent time with God, and, um, but, so this is such a basic thing that he has showed me. And, and why I, it's taken this long for me. I mean, I've been saved for 31 years and why I'm just getting this now, I just don't know. But anyway, it's just been a, a profound awakening for me. And that is that your body and your spirit crave what you feed it. Mm-hmm. That's good. So what you're going to feed it, Brenda? Wow, that's good. And, and it's been a personal um, eye-awakening moment on both levels, on my body and on my spirit. Because I don't know if any of you have been listening to our podcast, you know that one of my things for this year was to become a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked vegetables, didn't have a problem with vegetables, you know, bring it on, no problem. The only vegetable I don't like is eggplant, and that's because I'm allergic to it. You know, so okay, yeah. I like fruits, only fruit I don't like is bananas, sorry, can't handle them. Don't like it even in banana bread. Don't That's even fine. try to serve me a dessert with bananas and ain't having it. <laughs> but other than those two things, I'm open to anything. Yeah. But um, through this year, as I've started um, really walking out being a vegetarian, God has showed me how your body craves what you feed it, mm-hmm. just like your spirit craves like you feed it, which goes back to the fact that a year ago, February 2020, he told me, I want you to start spending more time in the word. And I kept saying, okay, I will, I will, Mm -hmm. I'll get to it, I'll get to it. You know how we put God off. And I kept saying that, but I hadn't actually done it. And so this summer, he just like said, okay, maybe, you know, I don't know, I guess he said, I'm going to give her a second chance and just, you know, pull off the blinders so she could see this. Yeah. And um, what happened is that um, I was on vacation with some friends and I had gone like maybe... I think three days without having a salad. Can I just say that? And on the way back, I was like, if I don't get a salad, somebody's going to get their head chopped off. <laughs> you know, I was just like, you know how like when you really need a cup of coffee? Yes. I was like having visions of a, a, a salad in of my head. Eating sa- oh, of eating a yeah. salad, what I wanted on the salad, how I like my salad, mm-hmm. you know, and everything. I was like, I, I just got to get it. In fact, I said to my friends, if I don't have a green vegetable soon, someone's going to die. <laughs> you know, and she looked at me like, are you crazy? Are you, who are, are you? you kidding me? First of all, who are you? And are you crazy? And I was like, I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. And, <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't. I was like, not because of who I was going to kill somebody. Yeah. But I was just like. I can't believe I just associated needing a green vegetable with killing somebody to get it if I don't get one. You know? And I was like, oh I was like, and this is such a profound example of your body craves what you feed a brunette. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, oh man, oh man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I re- I'm so sorry, God. I repent. You know, I, I'm, you know, it's just like another example. Uh, you know, it's finally, I guess he's just had to kind of like humble me in this, you know, it's like, I was like, okay, here's again. Let me yeah. reveal. Let me take the blinders off so you can see yes. that your spirit craves what you feed it mm-hmm. and your body craves what you feed it. And I've asked you a year ago to spend more time <laughs> reading my Bible, reading around my word, and yeah. you put me off. And I'm like, I'm like, again, forgive me mm-hmm. for doing that because you're right. That's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that was, the, that was a, a humbling, and it's been a little – it's been, you know, it's embarrassing when God has to humble you. Yeah. 
You didn't just do it the first time. Mm-hmm. Just do it the first time. But isn't that so true, though? Because, like, I have my daily, de- like, morning devotions and I spend time. But I've been, um, like, in the afternoons, kind of evening-ish, I've just been, like, sitting down. I'm going through Ezekiel right now. And I'm just reading a chapter at a time. I'm not, like, rushing through. But I'm just trying to absorb what's being said, what the, you know, what God is saying through the verse. And... Just like slowly going through and I just start, I'm starting to like crave more and more of just like sitting down, reading, not rushing through, just mm-hmm. like reading a chapter at a time, rereading it a couple of times, like, you know, digesting. But yeah, that's, that's so true. So true. Yeah. Um. Well. So. Number three. <laughs> yeah. My number three. And honestly, I had a hard time trying to come up with one, but I, the Lord just brought something to mind. Um. And this summer has been a summer of warfare, Um, like ridiculous amount. Like we all go through warfare. Yes. Sometimes it's like physical. Like sometimes I feel like I'm being choked, you know, like that, like that's the enemy, you know, when I know he's around Um, or like sometimes it's just, I feel like poo, like I just don't want to do anything. I'm depressed or like I'm anxious or like all of these things come up because, you know, the enemy is sly. And he is a deceiver, and we all know that he comes to still kill and destroy, and that's his mission. Um, but for something I've, that God's kind of revealed is is how to combat that. And one of the ways is um, not not my number three, but um, one way I do is I put on the armor of God. Like I physically say, I put on the helmet of self and like go through the armor of God. Okay, that helps. Um, and then, but something. My the third thing, uh, my number three is what kind of uh, what brought God brought to mind is praise, like not just having like praise and worship music on, um, and that really does help. Like if you have you know like if your ha- if your atmosphere in your home is not really like peaceful, turn on some praise and worship music. Man, it'll break the doors wide open. But just like even in my like quiet time in the morning just if if it's just been rough just sit and praise because it it you know the enemy has to go like and and plus if you just tell the enemy to leave he'll he'll leave you alone but um but just the the power in praise and worship mm-hmm. and just the victory that comes from that so that's that's my number 3 eye opening for the summer <laughs> it's just the power of of praise and even like Man, like you could be praising for somebody else, and you never know. Like you could be warring, because I feel like I've been like warring for other people this summer, and you could just be bringing them victory in your praise. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, my number three is um, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird little hang with me explanation. So I am very much a, um, although I love to be with people and I love to um, socialize and, you know, go go to parties and stuff like that. I'm also very close about letting people in. Mm. And so um, this year has been a year of opening up to letting people in. Yeah. Um, to being closer to friends, to sharing with friends and um, um, letting down the walls that I normally have for years had up that, you know, it's like we're friends, but only to this far right? and no more. And um, 
and I mean, if you need me, call me, you know, but as for me sharing in-depth things, very kind of closed off. And so God has really started to open me up about that and um, being more open with my girlfriends or, yeah. and by girlfriends, I mean girlfriends like the old fashioned way girlfriend. Friends that are girls. They're friends that are girls. <laughs> that's right. Um, to um, being more open to my friends mm-hmm. and sharing with them um, what's going on inside. Whereas normally I would never talk about that. Sure. And um, so in, in him um, allowing me to make friends be more f- um, open to my friends yeah. this year. Um, well, what happens when you open to your friends? You get offended. Oh, <laughs> because yeah. because nobody's perfect. Yeah. You know, so people say or do things that you're like, well, that was kind of hurtful or offensive. Yeah. And um, and so I'm this summer has been a summer of me learning how to not um, take up offenses. Oh, it's like, OK, I don't know why she kind of said that mm-hmm. it was kind of snarky, but maybe she's. She didn't mean it that way. It yeah. didn't come. It just didn't come out right. Or she's totally oblivious to how that sounded. Or you know yeah. she's, you know whatever. So don't let it. Don't <laughs> let it. Don't pick it up. Mm-hmm. Don't let it. Let it go. God is in control. You go to, if you your feelings got hurt. Go. You spend time with him. About, okay, share my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I know you know it's like that hurt, but you know I just want you to know that God. Yeah. And and don't talk about it to the other friends mm-hmm. because if you do, then you might cause you yes. know a division or they might pick up your offense yeah. even though you didn't pick it up. And so it's been which that should be like friendship one hundred and one. <laughs> I mean you know, but it's. I don't know if it's kind of hard for women to get that, you know, clue. I don't know. But, you know, because we are more of the um, feeling um, people. In our feelings, yes. Yeah, and so we are more introflective, Mm -hmm. you know, about our feelings. But anyway, so um, it's been a summer of, uh, don't, (laughs) don't take that. Yeah. Don't go there. Don't pick that up. You don't know what's going on inside her head when she said it. Leave it's it on hard. the ground it's and hard. walk walk off. Yes. And so that's been a summer of that for me. Wow. Yeah, that's hard to <clears throat> to leave those because you could pick up offenses so easy. I know. You know, she just might be having a bad day. You know, yeah. who knows? Wow. Okay. Well, those were good. <laughs> I mean, hopefully you guys took something away from from um, our three things that we've learned this summer that God's kind of opened our eyes to. And maybe you'll take a moment to reflect about what were some of the three things or two things or one thing, whatever. It doesn't have to be three that God has really revealed to you this summer. Kind of reflect on it, you know, so that you can say, okay, yeah, like this is a, this is a monument, you know, this is a monument I need to remember that, you know, the summer of 2021 is when I learned this. Yes. I mean, just as it's important for us to be remind ourselves what we're grateful for and been blessed with, it's important for us to remind ourselves of what God's teaching us so that we can kind of keep it at the forefront of our minds. Right. So when the situation happens in mm-hmm. the winter of yep. 2022, you're like, oh, no, devil. Um, yeah. I've already learned that lesson. We are not going around that mountain again. Can we just say that lessons that we have to learn multiple times, it doesn't get easier. It gets more difficult. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's the truth. So. 
Well, we just thank you for listening to our podcast today, and we hope you're able to take something away from it to um, better your life and draw you closer to Jesus, because that's what it's all about. And we just want you to remember that you are blessed, you're beautiful inside and out, you're loved, you're wanted, you're needed. You have a purpose on this planet, so don't let anybody try to tell you you don't. And get out there and be a nobody that's doing something for somebody. Ooh, do it. that's a good song. I know. Uh, that's a good Let's t-shirt. <laughs> so um, we love you and thank you for listening. And catch us next month on the first and third Thursday at 8. Thank you. Thanks.